Welcome to the Econ Dev Show. We explore the strategies, ideas, and insights that are driving economic development forward into the future. You'll hear new insights from passionate EDs about their successes and struggles. And you'll learn from attraction and retention experts about how to apply actionable strategies inside your EDO. We'll help take your organization, your community, and your career to the next level. Here's your host, Dane Carlson. Our episode today is brought to you by Cathode Ray Media. Cathode Ray is a full-service marketing agency that connects government organizations to their communities. Visit cathoderay.com, that's K-A-T-H-O-D-E-R-A-Y.com to learn more or ask for a free no-obligation consultation. Welcome back to the Econ Dev Show. Our guest today is Sean Adkins. He is the town manager for St. Albans, Vermont. Sean, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm having you on not because you're the town manager, although I haven't had any town managers on the show, but because you have been an economic developer all across the East Coast for, Mm -hmm. I guess, the last decade. Yeah, yeah. My very first role in economic development was actually as an economic enhancement um, intern with uh, the Main Street program in uh, New London, Connecticut. So that was uh, nice. Yeah, back in 2011. Yeah. So. Wow. Caught the bug. And now you're in Vermont. Yeah. What, uh, what, what drove that change? Well, so it's New London, Connecticut is where I'm from. So that's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from New England, although it's, we, we plowed 57 days last year here. So it's, I'm not, get, I'll have to get used to the snow, but it was really a matter of getting, getting close to home again, close to family. So, um, you know, anywhere from 45 minutes to about four hours is it still a whole lot better than than 10 to 24, which, which what it was Absolutely. like. Yeah, it, that's funny because it's really hard to imagine for me, not being on the East Coast, how how far things are apart. It looks like, in my mind, you know, Virginia is right, just right below New England. And, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's hard to imagine it's that far. Yeah, and, and, and really most states in New England, you know, have things 45 minutes, you know, in terms yeah. of where you're going. So, um like in Rhode Island, you can drive through the whole state the long way on 95. Oh, in, I'm sure. In an hour. Um, so, and then Virginia, you know, it was four, you know, hours to get to a meeting sometimes. So, oh my goodness. Uh, pre-COVID. So that's, if anything yeah. good came out of COVID, it was, oh good, I don't have to drive four hours, to, you know, for this, for this. So you're, you're in charge of the town of St. Albans. Um, do you get to do some economic development in that being the town manager? I do. Yeah, they, uh, that's a big reason why they brought me brought me here. They haven't really had anybody, um, I guess, with our background, with the economic development background before. Um, they've got a regional development uh, economic development corporation, but it's um, still kind of getting used to. I, I would say, I guess, maybe the lack of county um, administration in Vermont. So as opposed to you know, I was director of economic development for a county, and it was very strong, uh-huh. strong presence there. Um, you know, here it's it seems to be a little bit of, um, you know, your neighbors, but you're on an island. You know, in terms of what you can truly, I guess, of what you're going after. So, um, so that's largely what I've been really trying to do. I've been here two months now, just about. So it's really getting out and just meeting people and um, you know, shaking hands because. I find it, I'm sure you agree, it's a lot easier to get things done, um, 
you know, with friends. You know, and, it does. It is so. absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, you've been there two months. What mm -hmm. are your impressions of economic development in Vermont and how it's different from, say, Virginia? Well, I'm sure, again, as you know, it's Virginia is one of the, you know, top states for economic development, you know, in the country. Um, right. Very, I say we, um, you know, they're very proud of, of you know, back-to-back, -back, um, you know, top states to do business um, in the country. You know, their battle with North Carolina is always something I got a kick out of at the state level. But um, sure. so here, I'm actually, this is only a half joke because I got to find out what's legal. You know, what I can do, um, you know, I've, I've noticed in Vermont, because of the way that the property tax is set up, you already have the, um, I don't know the exact percentage, but anyways, the property taxes, a chunk of them every year gets taken out for the every locality and goes to education. So, and in order to do really do anything else with the tax money, at least the property taxes or something like that, you have to get voter approval. So. It, it really kind of hinders the creativity, you know, to, to, to right. get a big project done. Um, so it's, uh, I feel like I've been here a lot longer than two months because it's really the whole time. I'm like, man, what can I do that, uh, you know, won't, well, I guess just won't get us in trouble, you know, that type of thing. Right, exactly. Uh, I bet. Wise, yeah. I mean, I, I, we don't even think of Vermont as being a, as being a player, really. So, mm -hmm. you know, what, Tell us about Vermont. Tell us about St. Albans. Um, you know, yeah. describe them. Tell us what it's like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's beautiful. I think the the post that I ended up putting on LinkedIn or Facebook was, you know, going from one blue from the one beautiful place to another, right in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Patrick County, Virginia. Even Roanoke. When I was in Roanoke, it's all in the Blue Ridge, the Parkway, and all that. Um, and right here, you know, I always say you can't buy geography anymore. You can't just say, okay, let's build a lake, or you don't build mountains. Um, so here it's, it's just, it's absolutely scenic. If you look out my window right there, it's actually Lake Champlain. Um, oh, wow. so it's, uh, it's just a, a beautiful place. We're about an hour South of Montreal, about 30, 40 minutes from Burlington. Um, you know, and that was kind of one of the big draws, even for me to when I was looking, um, I was like, holy cow, you know, let's see, let's see their appetite, you know, for what they want to do for development. Um, and then when they. You know, I came, I came up here, obviously, for a few rounds of interviews. And, you know, the select board here is what they call it, their council. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they really were essentially were like, hey, we saw your background. We want to capitalize on this location because there's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a former farming community. Although I might take flack for that, it's still a farming community. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of land. But um, it's, but you also, as you know, you got to be a little... You got to be very careful with, um, with that. This is their home. It's now my home, but um, right. you know you got to be very mindful of of the community as you do it. So, and plus in Vermont, you have, you know, it's the, the Green Mountain State, and you know there's not even billboards in Vermont. I don't know if you knew that. It's oh, I didn't. No. Yeah. So you drive down our interstate 89. I'm not gonna say it feels like a a, a county road or anything. But it, it doesn't feel like a highway. It's just it's just green. It's just trees and and uh, you know just endless trees. That's where you know you wow. go. So um, now that's the fun part of that. Now how my brain works is, oh boy, if there's no billboards, how am I gonna do? You know, if that's is that a policy? You know, it's but I think it reflects the mindset if anything. Um, so it's uh, in the 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 land trusts and conservation and wetlands. They're um, 
there there are plenty here so it's um it's it's a uh, i'm not bored i'll say that yeah <laughs> so there's a whole lot well to, that's good to figure that, I, out you know that's important yeah there's a whole lot to figure out yeah what's the population of the city uh the between the city and the town we're just we're just approaching fifteen thousand right now so okay. it's a pretty small community um and actually the town for the first time maybe ever we just surpassed the city in population um so it's i mean it's really honestly you could say within margin of error but you know it's i think we're we might have just cracked seven thousand in the town and the city's at 60 upper six up, oh fascinating yeah. okay mm -hmm. what are the big challenges you know do you have a every place has housing challenges workforce mm -hmm. challenges how about uh child care is that a, is that a big issue there Sure is. Yeah. I don't think that we are left out of any of the, uh, the usual suspects of, yeah, of challenges. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. You know what's funny is, yeah, to, to go back to Patrick County, but I, that was probably the most controversial project I've ever led was the child care facility in Patrick. Really? Tell us and, about that. And I don't, so I, I joked, I was like, I'm a single guy with two dogs. And why am I the one pushing for this childcare facility? You know, or I shouldn't say why, not why am I the one, but why am I one of the only ones? Right. Um, they ended up getting a grant. You know, we ended up getting about two and a half million dollars of grants. Um, and a million dollars of that was for the childcare component on the lower, on the lower half. It's on a side street that slants down, so it's not like in the basement, but it's on the lower half. And the upstairs um, flipped a or flipping, it's not done yet, The um, an old vacant hardware store into a business de uh, development center. So it's excellent. Um, yeah. And then downstairs is like, you know what, we need childcare. Let's do it. And uh, and then it just really seemed uh, oh man, people in the public came out. No, we can't, you know, close this road or something like that. You know, it was really at every turn, it was met with resistance. And I was just, I, I was baffled. What do you think the, you know, the, why, why was there a resistance? Was it just the change or was it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, truth be told, I, I don't know. Um, because, I, you know, for me, any project that we've ever done, you know, it doesn't end up being plan A, you know, rarely at least. If, it, if it's going smoothly, you're like, what did I miss? You know, what, what happened here? Right. Yeah, something's yeah. going to happen yeah. at some so, point. Yeah. Um, so, which is fine. It's normal for me. I don't get, it doesn't pop my balloon. So, the, uh, sorry, I keep on hitting my chair. Um, let's see. So, the outdoor space, it's an exhausting process. I don't know if you've had the pleasure of, of designing a childcare facility. I have not. No. Tell us Ooh, about that. I would rather, I don't want to do it again. I'll tell you that much. Um, but it's worth it. You know, I think it's, it's going to be a great, a great thing for the community. But, I mean, everything from, my ears are starting to ring just thinking back to it because I would we visited different childcare facilities. You know, some of them were like the Taj Mahal, and I was like, oh my goodness, hope they don't expect this. Um, and others were just you know mom and pop, and I really appreciated. You know, Virginia Tech actually allowed us to come up there and, and tour their just all just to the nines facility, and really kind of helped coach me and, and coach our AECOM was a design firm that won that bid. Um, I mean, down to the regulation of 35 square feet per child inside, and but a desk can't count. So if there's a desk in the room or table, you have to remove that for, per Virginia regulations. And I was like, oh man. So even I was actually sitting there 
I feel like I became like an architect. I was like, well, what if we do multi layers? Right. You know, kids are tiny, you know, for the most part, very different age groups, you know, build a little ramp and do, you know, right on top of each other. Different. I was like, does that count? And I thought I was being crazy, just trying to throw darts at the board. And they're like, no, that can, uh-huh. that can count. And I was like, holy cow. What? <laughs> yeah, so that counts as double the square foot, you know, so it helps kind of mitigate, you know, a table in the room take, that takes sure. up square footage. So, but then you get to the outside. And the outside is 75 square feet per child of outdoor space. Man, it's like, holy cow, well, can't we call it a happy medium? <laughs> like, you know, what is it? So it was, you know, that's just, that's probably the quickest um, snapshot into that regulatory world of childcare that I was just exhausted. I mean, it was just whole, like, they don't get paid enough, I'll say that much, um, which I know is an issue, but after going through it and seeing different places, man yeah i hope i hope that's incredible i have never heard any of that so that's interesting i hadn't either yeah i I, if when we get something like that here uh, it'll be a private development led by a private developer at least as much as i can help it um so but yeah that was was yeah who would have thought you know when you got into economic development that you'd be working on a child care facility oh yeah in that excruciating detail right yeah yeah it was and i think part of that too is um you know working in a you know a a rural community because you know you don't get you know a whole lot of i don't think that they get a whole lot of um you know prime candidates that are looking you know to grow their career like oh let me go in the middle of nowhere you know and and with the lack of resources and you know do all that stuff and um uh, to me, I just find it more exciting. Um, but I, I really do think so. When I got there, I said the same thing. I was working to reopen a hospital that had closed there, so there's no healthcare there either. Um, and all of a sudden, I'm like, man, if there's two things I never thought I'd have to do in economic development, it's reopen a hospital and uh, and and work on a, a childcare development facility. And uh, I was like, well, here I am. <laughs> I was like, here I am. So, yeah, that was a that was a fun. It was a some fun route. That was, that, was good, that was good town manager training, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah. That, that seems like it. And thankfully, we have a great hospital in St. Albans that I don't have to worry about. Uh, well, that's good. That's wonderful. You said in your pre-interview that if anything, and speaking as a public servant, it would be that not all decisions and projects are perfect. Most of us are always working with the mindset of positive progress for our communities. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean by that? And do you have an example? Well, I guess that childcare one would be a good example yeah. down there. I think um, that's an excellent example. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think it's really not a product even of the person, at least hopefully not. Um, but, you know, it tends to, any project, you know, it seems to kind of bring out always resistance, but, you know, sometimes it's more uh, passionate than others, I guess. And it, it almost seems to be... Um, become like a personal thing against whichever public servant, you know, whichever official or select board supervisor, you know, you fill in the name here um, of, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm always like, look, <laughs> pump the brakes. Hold on. Like this is, you know, this is, this is a lot of work got us to be here, that got us to this point. You know, it's like, and we're here to talk through it, you know, all that. It's, and, and if one little thing isn't right in your mind, I didn't decide it to make you mad. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not, it's never like that. Um, 
it's at least I can only speak for myself, but I know most of the people I've ever worked with have the same same approach, same mindset. Um, because we do know it's, it's we work in the public, we do know that it's going to be there's always going to be some resistance. So when we get to that point of presenting it to the public, just know at least I can only speak for myself and people I've worked with. Just know that that is a lot of work behind it to really try to address a need in the community. And, you know, it's never going to be 100% because I thought that childcare facility, I didn't think there was going to be any resistance. <laughs> I didn't think anything, you know. We need it. Um, they had 10% of licensed childcare, um, of licensed childcare opportunities or places and for children in Patrick County. So I was like, oh, it's perfect. Like, nobody's going to stay. Nobody's going to, everybody's going to oh try goodness. to help this one. And, uh, you know, no, it didn't, it didn't happen that way. Um, so I always just try to tell people that when they, you know, it's the G word government and all that. And it's just like, hey, man, there's, there are people that work there, you know, that work here together to do it. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're not here to make you angry. We're genuinely here to, to do best by you guys. And, uh, you know, talk through it with us, you know, be, participate, but also, you know, know that we're not always happy about it either. We all compromise, you know, we all, right. you know, get to that point. So, um, yeah. Thanks yeah, for coming so to my TED Talk. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of TED Talks, uh, tell us, you, you said your favorite book was Zen in the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Yes. Yes, and your your explanation as to why was pretty deep. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said heavy yeah. enough for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you're not a motorcycle guy. No, I am. Oh, you are a yeah, motorcycle guy, said, but you're not a Harley I said, guy. I said no. I said not because I'm a Harley guy. I think unless it came oh, out. Oh, not unless it's. Oh, out I totally wrong. misread that. Okay. okay, so you are a Harley guy. Yeah, okay, excellent. So tell us about this. Yeah, about the Harleys or, or the book. Yeah, um, both. Yeah, well, I just grew up in a in a Harley family. My dad's an old old biker guy, um, nice. and uh, he uh, so I just kind of always loved loved motorcycles. And uh, he kind of one day he gave me this book. So like, here's Zen the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. And uh, I was like, No, I haven't. You know, and he's like, Yeah, just take it take a look. And I really didn't expect the book to turn out to what it you know what it what it was. And I actually had to read it a few times because. Or come back to it because really, I've heard people that just sit down and read it. Like I've had friends read it in like three days, and I go, "There's no way that you just read that book in three days." I go, "Don't you? You can't just read it for the story." In my mind, it is a good story, but um, so essentially, this this father and the son go on a cross country motorcycle trip, but you know, and there's a story in it, and the people come and go as they go, and they, but all the all the metaphors are done with as they're fixing the bike. And it's accurate, by the way. I'll say that it's not. It's not a crock of. It's uh, It's accurate, but the way and the depth that he describes, um, really, just that approach. It's not classical. It's not. I think I say classical and mechanical, or mechanical and romantic. That's but he says classical and romantic. Um, but it's really because I think that's how I thought when I was younger. or Something like, oh, you either have this brain or that brain, or you know, it's people are this or they're that. And, um, you know, it just, that's not true. And I think even people that believe that, I think their own belief of this or that would actually be addressed in their explanation for why they are the other, because it's, it's, it's not like you can't, the fact that you're thinking about it the other way is, um, you know, it's about clear as mud as I'm explaining it right now. But, um, 
it's just that it totally opened up my mind. Um, and really, it's a, it's a lot of inner dialogue in the form of what he calls Phaedrus, which that took me a while to grasp when I was younger. Um, and it's just, a, I mean, I have a tattoo of it on my body, of the, of, the, uh, of the actual thing. It's actually of a wrench coming out of a lotus flower and all that, all right. just to really reflect, um, you know, the message of it. People are like, oh, do you, do you, are you a mechanic? When they see them with the tattoo, I'm like, no, no, no. Maybe I should have chosen another tattoo. But, um, but it really is, to me, I, I call it just, it's a magical book. And it still stands true. I think he released it in the 1970s. Yeah. Nice. But, yeah, it's a... Well, excellent. It's a cra- I have not, no. no. And, you know, everybody always recommends it. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I guess I should. It sounds like it'd be pretty good. It's a, even just for the story, it's good. But... Um, Man, it just if I'm if I'm ready to have my uh, whole worldview your mind blown <laughs> changed. Yes, yeah. right. So casual Sunday morning, just oh, I'm ready for a <laughs> ready for an yeah, about maybe, maybe I'll do that. I'll put that on the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a great book. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, hey, if any of our listeners want to reach out to you, mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to get into contact with you? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see, if you, see if I've got my. Uh, Cell phone remembered on this one, but at least my uh, my town email is s dot adkins. Um, that's a d as in delta k i n s at saint albanstown dot com, and that's uh, saint as s t albanstown dot com. And uh, yeah, reach out to me on there, and I can follow up with other other contact Excellent. information. Yeah, this has been great. Yeah, I've, thank uh, you. You kind of opened my eyes, and and your story about childcare. That's oh man. Yeah, that I'm, and I'm sure so many economic developers are sort of in that same boat today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's really I, I think as most as much of knowing we needed it as much as I saw an opportunity to use space that I couldn't really figure out what else would work even remotely as close uh, as 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 well um, because just like we said before, it's like all right, well, why am I doing a childcare facility? It's like well. Right. Sometimes you got to branch out a little bit because it didn't make nothing else made sense in that one, and that one checked That's a right. bunch of boxes. Well, Sean, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank for being you on the show. Appreciate today. it. You've been listening to the Econ Dev Show with Dane Carlson. If you're an economic developer who never stops learning, for more expert strategies, fresh insights, and new ideas to take your career, organization, and your community to the next level, visit us on the web at econdevshow.com.